0: Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply.
1: Fifteen. On today's Fantasy Baseball in Fifteen, we'll discuss the latest prospect call-up in an overlooked Rocky.
2: Like death and taxes, Dodger's been a Dodger. I have That's not me. had the three go brews yet. It works great. In a fantasy. League. I'm just glad I am not at the dentist. Fantasy Baseball in 15 on The Athletic.
1: Welcome to Fantasy Baseball in 15 for Friday, July 2nd, presented by TOPS. Check out TOPS Project 70, celebrating 70 years of TOPS baseball cards. I'm Al Melchior, and with me for this Friday edition of Fantasy Baseball in 15 is Derek Van Riper. DVR, busy, busy day of news and uh, all kinds of analysis here, so let's get right to it. Uh, Trey Turner is, uh, well, he missed... Uh, Thursday's game for the Nationals and Alex Avila got a start at second base that was really weird to see in the box score uh, and he is likely to be out for uh, according to, to uh, Dave Martinez couple of days so uh, keep an eye on that over the weekend for Trey Turner Ronald Acuna Jr. was out of the Braves lineup against the Mets with back tightness but he actually did come into the game and pinch hit so looks not too bad for uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, some Brewers notes here, Avisail Garcia was out against the Pirates on Thursday with a sore hamstring, and Colton Wong left that game with calf tightness. Craig Council says that Wong might need to go on the IL. So uh, I know you watch the Brewers closely. How are you seeing the situation, and uh, should I be interested in Chase Peterson, especially my OBP leagues?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Peterson would be an option maybe in a 15-team. OBP league I don't think there's a lot behind that slash line not a lot of power not a lot of speed Uh, but the Brewers are just thin right now because of all the injuries that have piled up at other positions so I don't think they would move you know Keston Hira over to play second base and play somebody else at first base I think they're much more likely to let Peterson be the primary second baseman for the duration of any Colton Wong absence I would just be careful about rostering Peterson in leagues that are on the more shallow side
1: all right, and one more very important note here for the Brewers. Uh, Corbin Burns leaving his start hard to say early because it was in the eighth inning, but did leave uh, with a jammed knee, something that occurred uh, apparently when his cle- cleat slipped on the mound. Uh, so we'll have to watch that for next week. Uh, again, uh, assuming you've probably watched this a little bit more closely than me, is do you think there's any real danger of him missing his next start? It didn't seem like it, just based on the way Some of the reports flowed out after the game, so I'm cautiously optimistic this was just a, a minor scare for Burns. All right. Uh, some White Sox news now. Johan Moncada may miss the entire weekend series against the Tigers due to his bruised hand. And what seems to be a related move, uh, the White Sox have called up Jake Berger, which uh, it's, it's a, just a fantastic story. Uh, tore his Achilles twice, missed three entire seasons, but tore it up at AAA Charlotte uh, this year so far, hitting three twenty-two with 10 homers. So uh, this maybe is just a, a quick up and down for Berger if uh, Moncada can recover, but Maybe something longer. So, how do we deal with this over the weekend? You know, if you're in a league with daily
2: moves, you need help on the corner. I could see Berger maybe getting a few of those opportunities, but I am curious to see how well he adapts to major league pitching. It's a great story to say the least. I think if you go back and look at some of the older reports on him, especially power was never really a major question for him. And I think the more recent reports are encouraging because of what he was doing at AAA. So, I'm glad to see him getting an opportunity. I just, Feel like it's going to be very temporary, uh, at least for the next couple of weeks, unless we get news that Moncada's injury is worse than initially reported.
1: Okay, and you know, just a a caveat too is I I always have just a little bit of skepticism when somebody's coming up from Charlotte or AA Reading or you know some park like that, uh, where power numbers tend to get inflated. But uh, sorry to be a downer on such a great story. I'm certainly rooting for Jake Berger uh, for however long he is up. Uh, Eddie Rosario left Cleveland's game against the Astros with abdominal tightness. And the Pirates have placed Colin Moran on the IL with a hand fracture. Harrison Bader back for the Cardinals, activated off the IL on Thursday. And uh, going back to the Brewers here, Brett Anderson, he might start for the Brewers on Tuesday against the Mets at Citi Field, uh, been on the IL with knee injury. Uh, Here's something uh, that uh, Michael Beller and I alluded to earlier in the week. Jose Suarez, uh, Joe Madden made some comments that maybe Suarez would go into the Angels rotation. He's made the move. So Dylan Bundy to the bullpen, Suarez to the rotation, uh, going to start on Monday. And he's just been sensational pitching in long relief, 27 and a third innings accumulated there, 26 strikeouts, nine walks, and a 29.9% CSW uh, rate, which by the way, I'm just going to, whenever I cite that, there's always people asking what that stands for. That's called and swinging strikes combined uh, as a ratio of total pitches. So that's that's an excellent ratio. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm just
2: blown away that this season has been so bad for Dylan Bundy. Uh, Suarez with those numbers is at least – a consideration I think in those deeper mixed leagues the 15 team cutoff makes sense probably a matchup dependent sort of guy if you get down into the 12 team range but uh, off to an impressive start this year and I'm just wondering if we'll see Bundy back in the rotation at some point maybe either in late July or August or if this move to the bullpen ends up being permanent as far as this season goes
1: yeah. And also, you know, worth noting, too, that with the all-star break coming up, uh, we're going to start seeing moves perhaps like this or short-term demotions uh, to the minors. So, uh, you know, maybe things get get changed a bit uh, when we come out the other side of the all-star break. Uh, David Peterson will not make his next start for the Mets. Came out of his last one uh, early with some sharp pain in his side. Uh, Carlos Carrasco is now throwing bullpen sessions, so good development for him. Although his return is not quite imminent yet, and the Yankees getting Tim Lecastro from the Diamondbacks in exchange for minor league reliever Keegan Curtis, uh, is that just simply AL only appeal there so far?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a mon- it's a mono league situation for me for now. Uh, if they end up showing us they're going to play Lecastro a little more than we expect, and just take the speed and defense and center field, then. He runs enough and is efficient enough as a base dealer to emerge as a a more viable deep mixed league option, but I need to see it before I can actually take the chance because there's not much else that LeCastro
1: brings. So let's take a look at uh, Thursday's standout performances. We'll start with one. That's not uh, that's not a uh, standout in a good way. And that's Hunjin Ryu, who uh, also Michael Baller and I talked about earlier this week. The strikeouts have just evaporated for him. And that continues into his latest start against the Mariners. Just two strikeouts in four innings, five runs, uh, four earned for him. So pretty bad start for Ryu. So uh, at this point, where do you feel okay starting him?
2: He's well, it, becoming someone that you're at least thinking about the matchups with, right? I mean, like going into the season, I would have said, You're playing Ryu even in those tough spots, even on the road in Yankee Stadium. Obviously, in more difficult spots now, you're not using him. I'm looking at the upcoming schedule. Jays have, looks like next week he has Baltimore on the road. I know it's a tough environment to pitch in, but it's still not a lineup that I'm afraid of. So I would actually let Ryu take that start and evaluate things going into the
1: break again. All right. Merrill Kelly, he's been heading up down season. He's on the upswing, uh, seven inning outing against the Giants. A good one. Just three runs allowed on seven hits with no walks, seven strikeouts. And I really wanted to make a point of mentioning Kelly on this episode because as we're moving into the weekend, take note next week, Kelly has a one start week at home against the Rockies Best matchup in baseball, (laughs) so Mm -hmm. nice streaming option there. Uh, Let's talk about the hitters, though, because it was another good night for the hitters. Nate Lowe, a couple of home runs for the Rangers, and Joey Gallo, his 20th homer, so he's on a Schwarber-like tear right now, three for three in that game. Uh, Dominic Smith with a two homer game. So he's up to eight on the season. Uh, those two homers coming in Atlanta. Next week, uh, the Mets, they, they've got, I, I think, probably the best schedule. And it, that, which seems weird, the Mets hitters having a good schedule because they're going to face Brandon Woodruff. And assuming he's all right, they're probably going to see Corbin Burns as well. Um, but then they'll get another starter uh, who may be Brett Anderson or. Um, uh, certainly you know, not, not one of the, the, the big three there. And uh, then they get four games against the Pirates. So uh, Mets hitters, I think you give them the benefit of the doubt this week. Smith in particular, he's 16 for his last 55 with four home runs and only 10 strikeouts over that stretch. Do you look to pick up Dominic Smith anywhere just for, just for this week? Yeah, if he was dropped, I, I
2: do think having a maximum – playing time schedule for the upcoming week makes him viable uh, i mean five of those games could be considered good starts and something good could happen in the late innings after woodruff or burns departs depending on the score of course unless the brewers are in their A pen then it's a tough matchup throughout but recent form and role are good enough where i'm in on smith up for the upcoming week
1: all right and uh brendan rogers uh i will admit this one has slipped a little bit beneath my radar um But I'm not alone. (laughs) He's less than 15% rostered in Yahoo and ESPN leagues. He's less than half rostered in CBS leagues. And he's now got an 860 OPS, hit his fifth home run of the season on Thursday night against the Cardinals, a part of a a game where he reached three times. And um, sort of a mixed schedule for the Rockies next week. It's on the road, uh, but three at Arizona, which is pretty nice, four at San Diego, Uh, But Rodgers has actually hit a little bit better on the road than at home. Part of just a weird year for the Rockies where everybody has reverse home road splits. So uh, (laughs) anywhere we shouldn't be playing Brendan Rodgers next week. No, I'm not going to
2: talk anybody out of Brendan Rodgers. I've waited on him in a few leagues to begin the season and have been really happy with what he's done in the 34 games that he's played so far. And I think the thing that stood out to me, Al, is just that as a guy that was a, a bit young for the level and the upper levels of the minor leagues, he did a good job keeping the strikeout rate down, especially in 2019 before he made that big league debut. He was really doing a lot of damage. I know that was the year of the rabbit ball at AAA, but uh, I, I'm not totally shocked by this. I think it's really been a question of health that's, that's really kept him from reaching this level prior to this season.
1: All right, well, let's go a little bit deeper here, Uh but Alejo Lopez making his first start in the majors for Cincinnati going four for five. Uh He's now made nine trips to the plate, just struck out once, but that's right in line with what he's done in the minors. He just doesn't strike out very much. Between maybe uh, the Reds having three games at Kansas City and there being a DH available or maybe, I don't know, would the Reds possibly consider moving uh, Eugenio Suarez back to shortstop where uh, I know the defense was a liability, but he really hasn't hit any better at third base, which I was kind of hoping he would. Uh, I mean, is is there a window here for Lopez to build on this and, and get a little playing time?
2: I think there is. I don't think the Reds want to move Suarez back to short because he hasn't started a game there since the last week of May. So we went an entire month without him making a start at shortstop. And I think they've realized that just wasn't the best way to go with that situation. And I think Suarez can bounce back in the second half, but it has been a kind of a three-year trend for him of striking out a lot more than he was earlier in his career.
1: Well, uh, let's take a look ahead to Friday. Really not many pitching streamers to talk about, but but there are there are a few. So uh, I think we've got a potential streamer versus streamer situation uh, with the Brewers and the Pirates, Adrian Hauser and J.T. Brubaker. And I'm going to throw in one more that it's a pitcher who's probably not available too many places, but I actually did find Logan Gilbert in my 12 teamer this week. So I liked him this week just for this Friday matchup against the Rangers. So if he's still out there in your daily leagues where you can still get him, uh, I think that's a no brainer. But what about Hauser and Brubaker?
2: Yeah, no hesitation for me on Gilbert. Hauser, I think, is just good enough to be used in a matchup like this. I really don't use him outside of those matchups against, like, bottom five offenses Uh, a lot of times because he's at home and it's such a hitter-friendly environment. Brubaker, I'm looking at what the Brewers are starting to do offensively going back through June, and I'm not looking at them as the easy streaming target that they were for the better part of the first two months of the season. So I'd be a little more careful with Brubaker.
1: All right. Let's wind up the week here. The look at who we might target in Fab. Uh, we've already talked about Dominic Smith and Brendan Rodgers. Uh, in terms of hitters, it, You know, everybody's got kind of an even schedule this week. So there's not really a lot of advantages to be gained by going after a, a hitter just to stream for this week. But Bobby Bradley, I think, has some uh, longer term appeal. A lot of great pitching streaming options this week and I'll just rattle off a few in addition to Merrill Kelly uh Colby Allard Jose Suarez well actually we did talk about Suarez uh Ryan Weathers Martin Perez uh Weathers Perez Allard all with two projected starts anybody that you would add or subtract from that list I definitely want Allard in the mix. He's got the first start at home against
2: the Tigers, second one home against Oakland. I don't think he's overpowering at all in terms of stuff, but I think he's efficient enough, has good enough command to actually get pretty deep into his outings. I'm always intrigued by Ryan Weathers because the results have been so good at this point. I'm just wondering if he can actually get through five innings next time out after going four against the Reds in his return to the Padres on Thursday, uh, and then Bobby Bradley, who you mentioned, I, I'm with you on him. The K rate's down. That's something that's really surprising. Zach Meisel brought that up on the Athletic Fantasy Baseball podcast. But that job is absolutely his to lose. There's never been a question about his power, um, so I'm in on Bradley where available if
1: you're looking for some help at first base. All right. Well. Good thing to end up the week here on the same page, uh, DVR. So uh, with that said, we're uh, going to be winding up Fancy Baseball in 15 for today and for the week. And we just ask that if you do have an opportunity to rate and review this podcast, uh, that you do so. And we greatly appreciate it and thank you in advance. So for Derek Van Riper, I'm Al Melkier, and we'll return here on Monday.